Can you say that whole intro in a Trini accent? <laughs> no, I doubt. Come on, give it to I us. I honestly don't know how to say my... I honestly don't know how to keep my Trinidad accent anymore. It's so bad. Come on, give it a try. How do I... Do? I don't even know how to do it. Um, do it for Nicki Minaj. <laughs> um... In a minute, we'll have a key. I don't even know what to say. Oh, I'm losing. I'm losing my originality. I am secretly, slowly becoming British, which is not Gross. what I expected to do. Oh, it's not disgusting. on the agenda. Hello, everybody. It's your boy Nick Charles back with the gorgeous, the insatiable. The chicken to my dinner, the wiener to my sausage, the Naomi Campbell to black girls everywhere. Dan James, how you doing, honey? You had me right until that last one. What? Then it the, got. Na- then we were overselling me. The Naomi Campbell to the black girls. Hey, I can't be Naomi. Only Naomi black, can be Naomi to the black girls. The black girls look up to Naomi, honey. You know what I mean? I know, but they ain't looking up to me. They come here. Nobody's listening to the show and thinking, oh, Dan's, I'm going to look up to Dan. They're thinking, right, Dan going to tell me about some mess. He's going to have some opinions. I'm going to get into it. And that I'm honestly perfectly fine with that. That is that is how I roll. That's what I like. Don't sell me Fair. as Naomi because you're not going to get Naomi. You're not even going to get Tyra. Ooh. I don't know who you're Linda? Miss Evangelista. I, mean, I don't remember perfect, Linda saying anything. True. Did Linda, Linda ever talk? Wasn't- Linda wasn't one of those girls. Wow, you might get news... Claudia Schiffer out of me. You might get Claudia <laughs> Schiffer. Um, wow, this is a interesting one. Um, Dan, how you been, honey? Tell us. Tell Nobody the children cares. what you been up to. Of course they, they care. Honey, we all know when it comes to this podcast, people are more into listen to you than me. We've 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 uh, seen that many a time before. Every single time I post something, it's like, oh my god, how's Dan? How's Dan? How the fuck is Nick Charles? Don't get the fuck out of this podcast. Well, let's give them what they didn't ask for. Nick, how are you? <laughs> no. Hi, how are you? I am upset and angry. Go, tell me let why. Me, I'm just going to, let me, let me put this, let me put, let me put this feelers out to the world, right? As a young man who's about to graduate from university come, come July 2021, I have been religiously applying for fucking graduate jobs religiously to the point of no return this morning i found a certain job on linkedin and i was like yes perfect this is what i want to do apply for it i took my time and i made their nine minute video that they wanted plus my cv and cover that was fucking divine i send that off maybe about 20 past two they replied at two at 229 Sorry, we think your application has been unsuccessful. Fuck right off. You know you didn't fucking just sat there and watch nine minutes because I said that 10 minutes ago. You're fucking lying, bitches. This is for companies out there. This is for companies out there. If you want the brand new kids that are that are te- intelligent and know what they're doing, recruit them because they're worthy of a job. This is why I understand why people get frustrated with companies if you know the talent is there and you're actively begging for talent to apply to the job that you offer do not fucking send them a fucking instant fucking reply saying you're unsuccessful when you haven't even bothered you all know fucking karen just ate her fucking soup and fucking catching up with fucking east enders from last night and just fucking replied and sent a shit reply stop stop treating people like numbers do you want to know what happened oh on, Karen man. didn't even see it. It went through the no, automatic thing. Mm-hmm. It didn't have mm-hmm. there were it didn't match up with enough keywords, and they were like, "No, yeah. gone." Yeah, gone. and it's like, "Come on, man!" Like it's it just it just upset me because we're at well, I like as a as a as a creative, especially in for the last. So not what what annoyed me this whole situation is people don't know this, but the universities for the last two years we had so many strikes prior to covid that we already missed out loads of fucking detail when it comes to studying now we are being put out to the world saying you're ready fine we need to look for jobs and you know pay our back pay our way back because we all know those fucking student loans ain't gonna pay themselves companies if you're listening or who might this might go on please 
Keep an eye on the kids that are applying out of these times. They are desperate for jobs. I'm not saying I'm desperate for a job, but I know my skill set. Stop picking the Dorothea and the Angelus and all them fucking dickheads that can't do a job because of your friend, 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 no friend, no friend. Actively look for people who are actually to the point. And that's my fucking, that's for getting under my fucking wig this week. (laughs) (laughs) You win. Angry. Do you want to hear a story about me? Yes, go on. Do you want to hear a story about me? So back in the day when I was a young boy and I was doing my graduate scheme applications. Now, when I was at uni, I really didn't, I couldn't be asked to like do actual graduate scheme applications because I'd mm. never really wanted to have a corporate job. But I did think I'd be really good working for like a tequila brand. I just think oh, there yeah. is just something that matches my personality with tequila, which is like kind of like made in the sun. Big one. I'm made in the sun. I'm made yeah. for it. Okay? Correct. Needs to be consumed Correct. quickly and then forgotten about. The minute you I get past your lips, you consume like me for a second. Honestly, that. <laughs> Instant regret. Your night is... The minute you know I'm turning up, your night is going sideways into directions. You didn't want it to go, but you're going to have a good time. I'm a perfect match for tequila. So I did one graduate scheme. I'm going to name and shame them. I I applied for Diageo's graduate scheme. Now, Diageo is a big like um, alcohol uh, brand, umbrella company, essentially. They've just managed tons of brands. And I I was on their Mm. like second stage of their application. And I remember this very clearly. It said, this is not a test. It was the personality um, like assessment. They just wanted to ask you a few questions about the type of person you are. It said, this is not a test. We just want to see what kind of person you are. So I'm like, cool. I answer... 100% 100% me. Full honesty. This is what I would do in these situations. Da, 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 da. Cool. That's me. You got a little taste. Mm-hmm. Now we can move on to the tests section of this application. What do I get? Thank you for completing the personality assessment. I'm sorry, but you have not passed this part of the test. Now, madam, let me rewind. Let me go back to the start for when you told me that this was not a test, <laughs> that you just wanted to see what kind of person I was. I didn't know that if I didn't match up, correctly on this not test that I wasn't getting through to the next round where I thought you were actually asking me these questions. You don't want to know me. You don't want to get to know mm-hmm. my personality. You just need to see if I hit the too many boxes and where I was going to fit in. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I don't mind being told I have the wrong personality to work in this company. That's fine. Good to know that mm-hmm. if, if that's what you want. But tell me that at the start. Don't be telling me that I'm fine and I can be honest with you. And then using that to be like, nah, you ain't getting nowhere. So Diageo, I know you're listening. One day I'm going to walk into that branding office and be like, right, who wants to partner up and do some branding here? Because you all rejected me at the graduate scheme application. So I'm spending these years proving to you that you made a mistake. And that's why I do the AO2. So look out for those collaborations (laughs) in the future. I am on a mission. Literally to get it sorted bars. it's literally. madness though it's honestly like some of these yeah. recruitment situations i'm very glad i don't have to do it anymore and any of the kids yeah. listening out there who um are doing graduate recruitment schemes just basically here's if you want a top tip look at the person's specification look at all the keywords mm-hmm. they put in the person spec include mm-hmm. them all in your cover letter absolutely every single mm-hmm. one of those keywords put them in your cover letter and be like here's a sentence how i've demonstrated that i have this skill because then they've got no reason to at least not consider you because you've hit mm-hmm. the brief. Mm-hmm. They'll try. No. They will try. Because, no you know, way. little Tabby, like Tallulah and Henry have got have already taken up 15 of the jobs. So there's six left for you. A hundred and thousands of people to fight over. But, you know, give them absolutely zero reason to not take you to that next stage. Right. Correct. We didn't know we were giving graduate Correct. recruitment advice. You want to get into it? <laughs> Yes. You want to get into some announcements? Yes. Announcements for the week. I love a little pre-jingle to our actual jingle. That's cute. I know. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) Announcements on the 802. To kick it off, um, I just want to give a shout out the announcement on the 802 this week to the African Rainbow Family. So Mm. African Rainbow Family is a non for non-for-profit charitable organization that supports lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, intersexual, and queer people of African heritage and the wider black, Asian, minority ethnic groups. They were established in 2014 in the wake of some Commonwealth countries and Africa's toxic and draconian anti-gay laws, persecutions, and environments which seek to criminalize LGBTIQs for their preference of whom they choose to love. 
They provide support for LGBTIQ refugees and people seeking asylum. They campaign for global LGBTIQ equality, stand against hate crimes and support communities who face constant harassment, hate crimes and discrimination heaped on them by society because of their sexuality or sexual preferences and or gender identity. So they are campaigning um, for changes across Africa and for across places that affect African LGBTQI people. So in order to support them, you can go to AfricanRainbowFamily.org or you can check our Twitter page. We will be uh, linking to them up there. Uh, oh, we love to see it. Look at us doing the work of the people. The peoples, them people. Um, well, my um, announcement this week is for Persian LGBT. So Persian LGBT is an organization formerly operates under the name of Persian LGBT Advisory Services. The organization evolved through a Facebook page built in 2018. So the organization is the aim is to bring newly arrived asylum seekers and refugees, LGBTQ members of the community together to develop welcoming, safe spaces and environment for its members in the UK. And those guys could be found, well, sorry, that team could be found at persianlgbt.org. Please have a look to see what they get up to. I think it's a great service because I feel like sometimes... Um, the Persian community isn't something that isn't to the forefront of our talking points um, in general. So I feel like it's nice to share light on something that is very important because we are all about inclusion and diversity on this 82 podcast and we'll always stand by our word when it comes to including people. So there you go. Get it. Now, talking about inclusion and diversity. Come through. Let me tell you something. Let me, Let me tell, tell you something. something. Go on. Now, you know, it is a, well, it is a known fact that a woman do carry an evening bag after dinner time. Dinner time. Um, <laughs> but it is also a known fact that I love me some heterosexual nonsense on my TV. When I do. say heterosexual nonsense, what I'm talking about is Love Island. I mm-hmm. love Love Island, except that last yes. winter season, which just trash. Just I didn't even watch it, to be trash. It's, do you know it. what the problem was? Is where they took them, and we'll come on to that. But where they took them looked cold. They were kind of yeah. shivering. They were all trying to be shirtless and like huddled up, but they were cold. Love Island needs <laughs> to be warm. So people get that holiday yes. mode on and they lose their minds a little bit. You, nobody loses their minds Correct. when they're cold. Nobody. No. Unless you get too no. cold and no. then you like genuinely have an issue. We need them to be horny, sweaty, and, and like two drinks deep the whole time. That is prime TV. Where they took the UK people for Love Island, the winter one, was South Africa, which I think may have led to the latest Love Island drop, which was Love Island, South Africa. Let me tell you a little Mm -hmm. bit something about Love Island. Not about Love Island, about South Africa. South Africa is 80% black. It is 80% of the population is black. Another, I think it's about 9% of that population they call coloured, which is like mixed. And then you have a a teensy-winsy, teeny-winny 8% of that population are white. 8% of South Africa's Mm -hmm. population are white people. Mm -hmm. Somebody tell me why when this first episode came out and this cast hit Twitter, why this is the lineup. Mixed guy, mixed girl. White, 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 black girl, mixed guy, white. I, I don't understand this. Mm-mm. I don't understand how this happened. Where is, why are we, Nick, I don't understand. And I need you to tell me. Mm-mm. I mean, I know why it's racism, Mm-mm. but I'm trying to think of the, the excuses that they could have for coming Mm-mm. up with this. And I just... I, I don't I don't know. Can you help me? I you know what I I'm just over this mess. I'm just over it. Like we all know for a fact, like Love Island is meant to be something. You know, it's 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 a bit of escapism because you know it's reality TV. I know we love to get lost and stuff because it's what it is. But when I don't see people of when I see I don't when I don't see people of my complexion and my color and my people on the television, my brain goes into think. Who the fuck has this? Who did this bullshit? Like, not being funny, but have you not been doing the research? You are in South Africa, which is a... We all... Like, if you even Google South Africa, you're going to find a very mixed... A mixed 
bag of different um, ethnic backgrounds. How in the hell are you going to put out into the world a program where everybody is just Caucasian? I... Most. How? How? Please tell me. Please, please, please. And 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 this this is not just for Love Island on a whole. This is just for companies and stuff like that. Stop. Stop trying to say you're trying to make everything a bit more diverse. When you're fucking playing Jill, Karen, Amanda, Julie, Christina, and Miranda in one room. Stop it. I don't get it. Make it make sense. Stop your shit. You... What was... they? It's 80% of this population is black. Do you not think that we want to see young hyper insanely attractive black people causing nonsense and on we that know show they're there. We, we know of they're course there. they are this is Come south on. africa the nation at the south of the continent of africa and you found one black girl to put on that show one. around all of these white Not people two. and let me tell you i i might the horniness in me might take over if these guys these were like up there 10 out of 10 oh my like yeah i will catch a flight right now and be stood outside the villa waiting for you but the guys they've put in there which makes this a slap in the face it's like we would rather cast some i don't want to say ugly but i'm gonna let the internet say it because the internet called them ugly so i'm yeah. quoting the internet when i say ugly white people rather than any black people at all this is yeah true why must we have this conversation yeah. about anything like no, why can't we just we have reality tv and not have to go in and be like oh my god here's the racism here's the racism why just a moment of thought to be like there's a lot of black people here we're getting a lot of black applications let's get some of these people in let's get some color mm -hmm. let's get some flavor let's get some vibrance yeah none of that absolutely none of that because and now i'm not even going to try and torrent this done. i'm not even going to try and stream this illegally i'm gonna you can have your no. nonsense island and best luck to the people in it yeah. have yourself a good time do whatever it ain't your fault this is all on producers and casting but man my god I disgrace think what shocks me is the fact that you know for a fact you know for a fact they sit in a room and it's very much like you know classic american next top model they have all these pictures in the room of people who they they've you know they've had because we all know they headhunt and people apply for these shows so they get a mixed batch you can't tell me that you sat there on your iphone or wherever in a room with your friends on zoom or whatever and you say this is all our cast girl girl get go go take your belongings and go don't even just hit the road, just go. Because there is no way that you think to myself, oh, this is really going to this is really going to we're really gonna sell this good, aren't we? We're really gonna show how diverse we are in this television on the world spectrum. Honey, of course you're gonna get called out for your bullshit. They didn't even care. They're tired. They the other way. <laughs> They're tired. The UK one, which off has got a lot better at being diverse. Correct. It started out with the the excuse that the population is mostly white. So of course their cast is going to be pulling from mostly white things. They have that excuse. South Africa don't even have that excuse, which means we're just going on. The casting and production must be racist as hell. Mm -hmm. Must be seen. And even if that's just not so so um, on display as to be like these, we see black people and we're just not putting them on the show. But even in the casting process, if they saw a black person and then a white person and they were identical personality wise they'd probably go for the white one over the black one just because of the color of their skin that's all i can say for this and that is not the questions i want to be having for my heterosexual nonsense mm -hmm. it's so stressful just let me enjoy the stupid little show about people hooking up on the beach that's all i want but you know here's ways i ain't watching i mm -hmm. i trust my uk love island team to do better than this and i hope they do Give me something. Give me some some good ridiculousness this summer because we all need it. Nick, correct. You gonna tell me something? Correct. Um, I'm gonna tell you something real quick. Um, which is interesting. I was gonna talk about um about Grinder bringing their little series to the forefront, but that's boring. You can you can find it on Google. Let's talk about real news. Now, when I first moved to the UK, I was obsessed, obsessed with television because it was how I learned how to how to you know be part of the culture. 
Now, BBC Three was my go-to fucking station back in the day. Back in the day. When I when that little Trini boy touched down on, on native soil, I was here for it. Now, when BBC Three was taken away from me, I was fuming. I was like, ma'am, how is this going to go online? How is this going to go online? Now, now the powers that be decided. And I'm going to thank the gays for this. Because we all know the gays play a big part in this bullshit. Because BBC Three is now going back on air. Which means Drag Race will no longer have to be on iPlayer. That is what the gays do. That's the power of the gays. You know it. I know it. They know it. We did the damn thing. So... Good luck for I would love to see what I would love to see is Daniel on auditioning for BBC um, RuPaul's Drag Race season three. I feel like you what am I gonna I feel, do? I feel like you could be like the Angelica doll from Rugrats. Yeah, because my wigs would be busted. <laughs> I'd have one dress. <laughs> That'd be I wouldn't be cinched. What do you want? The queens on Drag Race are talented people Tia who do a good a job. <laughs> you you want me to go on? You want me? Yeah. In my yes. in my green hoodie and pink hat and my yeah, glasses yeah. and my not showered today. You want me to go on Drag I'm sure Race? You, I'm sure you can turn the ball. You I'm know, if, you know, there's a first eliminated. If I went on Drag Race, I'd be like the minus one eliminated. They, I'd walk. I'd be the first queen ever to get eliminated from walking into the workroom. I'd be like, "Hey," I'd say my line. They'd be like, "RuPaul and walking be like, I, I think we made a mistake. Thank you for coming." Yeah. yeah. There's the door. I'd be like, "Do you I'm know just what?" I'm gonna go. I, un- I understand. I get it. I get it. It's I'm fine. I'm just gonna go. I'll do what Gothy Kendall should have done and just hold my hands and be like, "You know what? It is what it is." <laughs> Everyone else have a good time. <laughs> Also, can we just talk about that for a second? Let's just talk about her her runway back in that season. <laughs> iconic. Absolutely iconic. Oh god. Someone, I don't think no, um, no, but BBC it's good. I'm really glad BBC3 is coming back. It makes it means that we do have to log into iPlayer as well. But from word on the street is that drag race is currently being recorded in Manchester at the moment. So that's some tea. I don't know. Don't don't quote us on this. We're just listening to what the blogs are saying. Don't don't loop me into on that. Don't quote <laughs> you on this. You said that. <laughs> don't quote me. Clo- I, I said I'm nothing. Just, I'm just listening to what the Reddit girls had to say. Right? Should we um we have a guest this week, which is interesting. Um, it's really nice. Um, we actually have a um a podcaster. From my lovely country back home of Trinidad Tobago. Her name is Acacia Devitile, and she runs a podcast where she talks about all things Trinidad. She talks about life back home. And I feel like it would be a nice mix to have a piece of the islands on the podcast this week. So when we're back from the break, we will bring into the stage Acacia from Trinidad. Can you say that whole intro in a Trini accent? <laughs> no, I doubt. Come on, give it to I us. I honestly don't know how to say my. I honestly don't know how to keep my Trinidad accent anymore. It's so bad. Come on, give it a try. How do I? T- I don't even know how to do it. Um, do it for Nicki Minaj. <laughs> um, in a minute we'll have a key. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Oh, I'm losing. <laughs> I'm losing my originality. I am secretly slowly becoming. British, which is not Gross. what I expected to do. Oh, it's not disgusting. on the agenda. So if someone will like to, you know, I think I need some Trini dick in my life, to be fair. Okay, we'll be back from the break. Acacia Devatile, how are you, Miss Victory? I am great, darling. Very, very great. Happy to be here. So excited to just be part of this new foray that you're into. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Now, the thing is, so no, people might know the backstory, but I actually met Acacia um, 
was it at was when when we used to model or was it on the road because i have a feeling it's one of those it's yes um i mean we met via social media but i think yeah. our first in-person meetup was at a um a model casting i think it was red runway or something oh like that oh my god yes and immediately i was like hey <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Yeah. No, it's mine. We just got a girl. And I, I, was yeah. saying, I, was, I was saying this to Dan earlier today. I was like, I've literally known this girl over at least 15 years, which is yeah. mad to think this because I am I am in my somewhere in the threes. I Let's know. Let's talk about age because, you know, we're old. But um, I literally, I have, it's so lovely to see you have a podcast as well and doing so many things. And it's nice to see... Um, is I see my training people doing things that I think is great for them. Also, sorry about the cat screaming. It's dance. It's not, not his actual pussy, just his actual kit, <laughs> kitty cat in his house. I'm sorry. Hello. She's in heat. She just I get it. I get it. Oreo is probably going to start doing that at some point around here. So, you know. so Acacia, what have you been doing? Like, I know, I know, well, you know, you are a massive fan of Carnival. I know you, I know the, the Tabanka literally hit you and I literally saw all your comments on Facebook, how sad you were. Please tell the people, what did you get up to since Carnival wasn't a thing this year? Um, I mean, other than depression um, and therapy. Um, <laughs> other than that. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, you know that I'm um, involved with the band Yuma, and so we yes. had a couple of projects I've been working on, and um, I'm always excited to see, you know, what next we're going to do, what next this generation of Carnival is going to do. So um, I got a little involved there. We had a live show that we um, we aired on television. Um, anybody can check it out. It's on on YouTube right now on Yuma Vibes uh, YouTube channel, and you know, we had a little a nice show where. We did the oldies with the youngies and, and the old school and new school got together and did a really nice show. And that was exciting. That was good. But I have to tell you personally, once January hit, as a matter of fact, once December 26th hit, I, I was in a deep, dark hole. It was tough for yeah. me. Um, because, you know, usually my body is, is ready. You know, I'm fetting, I'm going, I'm doing yeah. things, I'm working for Carnival. I'm always very, very busy. So yeah. that didn't happen in 2021. I mean, uh, we knew it was going to happen. We knew what was, you know, how things were going to slow down. But it, it really doesn't prepare you <laughs> yeah, for how it affects you emotionally and that kind of thing. And so um, I booked a flight to Tobago. And I spent a in Tobago by a pool, eating food, playing soccer. Um, I really needed to get away because I always yeah. said that if I'm not playing mass, I can't be in the country. And while I was in the country, I was not in Trinidad. So yeah. that was the yeah. plan and that's how it ended <laughs> up working out. Um, it was tough. I have to say it was tough and yeah. it's tough still. Yeah. Kind of knowing that there may not be a Carnival 2022. Yeah. Just based on the way the world is going, I'm really not trying to be a negative Nancy, but the fact yeah. is, you know, what the fact is, and I prefer to be prepared than to have to be depressed again. So yeah. um, I'm just really looking forward to see what can happen. Um, and at this time, I'm really taking this chance to be able to educate on Carnival and educate on what is happening and, and how our culture really is just a manifestation of what we would have done um, thousands of years ago before yeah. chattel slavery, before all these things. These are things we've been doing for centuries. Um, yeah. And I want to be able to educate on that through the podcast. So right yeah. now I'm recording episodes and that kind of stuff. And, and really that's kind of where um, Carnival um, has taken me and where I would like yeah. it to take me going through that. Yeah, this is beautiful. This is this is like it's so it's so educational and informative to hear you speak about it because when I feel like for me who's from the Caribbean and Dan has Caribbean heritage as well, we sometimes forget we sometimes forget where we've came from and we forgot like the of our ancestors that graced the streets before us and. Then when mm -hmm. people just see the pretty mask, they don't understand there's a history behind it. So it's so Correct. nice to see you in, in invoke those spirits and bring out that true sense of culture. It's nice. It's beautiful, honestly. I love to hear it. I'm it's so nice glad. because really 
yeah, good for you. Good for you. Well, just like how, just like how, um, you know, you were like sad about Carnival. Me and Dan, we we are always at Notting Hill Carnival and Pride, and we have none of that. So you can imagine, we were, we were, we were in a dark hole. Like, I just got fat during like the times when I'm meant to be on the street <laughs> because I don't know if you know this, but Dan is in the friendship group. Dan is like, you know, like how I had you as my hype woman. Uh-huh. I have Dan as like my hype man. So it's like, oh, yeah. everyone go. So it's like, you know, like if I am like getting on like a dirty skank on the road, you be like, yes. <laughs> well, Dan is the opposite. Yes. I'll, be like twer- I'll be like twerking on the street and I'll be like, yes, bitch work. So it's like, it's so nice to see my two worlds like come into life. But if you put Dan in a two-piece costume on the road for carnival, he will fucking murder it. Take my advice. I hear that. I hear that. Do you, boo? (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. they just said that Notting Hill Carnival can happen again in this summer. So if if you got a link and I'll be there, I'll be ready. I'll just I'll do what anybody wants me to do. This summer, (laughs) summer 21, like it's two summers in one. We gotta go large. Yes. I'm ready it's for it. It's the makeup summer. It's gonna Correct. be. It's gonna be like disco again. I just think there's gonna be so much celebration once we're able to get out and celebrate. I think it's gonna be really exciting, and I'm really excited to see what people are gonna come up with, um, and how they're gonna like display that celebration because we have basically been locked inside for yeah. a year. We've not been able to to party with each other and find out Mm -hmm. new experiences and just bump into a stranger who like piques our interest all those little things that sort of make life worth living haven't been there so i'm i'm ready for the absolute carnage that is going to be summer 21 if everything if like vaccines keep going and people are taking them and doing what they need to do so um, my fingers are crossed for this Listen, I am there with you, my fingers, my toes, everything is crossed. And, you know, <laughs> it's like, can you imagine what that first event is going to be like? Oh, my God. You Please. can imagine that energy that you're going to feel coming off everyone, just that pure euphoria, yeah. that bliss. Oh, yeah. Cannot yeah. do it. I, my I, whole thing, my whole worrying thing is the fact that we've not been able to party in so long. I don't know if my stamina is up to stop Mark anymore yes, because yeah. I can go for hours on the road. But it's just doing a workout in my room, I'm like, oh, panting for breath. <laughs> oh, can't cope. Like, can you imagine? It's a problem. I was When I was in Tobago, I mean, you know, there were times you turned on the television uh, or turned on the radio, turned on playlists, you know, and DJ Adam has uh, some awesome soccer playlists. And um, I realized your girl really can't squat. No more, like, it's just, <laughs> I'm like, something is wrong with my knees. <laughs> I go to the store, you know? So it's either age or lack of use, but something has to happen before carnival, for sure, for I mean, sure. Credit to you for being able to squat in the first place. I've got the years, I've got, my knees are like, I am 28, my, my knees are 82, so <laughs> there's only so low I can get until I need help getting up. but we're working on it we got stretch routine like it's coming for it that's exactly what i'm doing after i finish with you guys i'm going to a stretch class because i need to do something about my body it's just the lack of of activity is just my body is just like narcissus we're not doing this no (laughs) (laughs) this has not been fun i was introduced to you through nick and um Nick mm-hmm. introduced me to your podcast in a case of victory lap. And mm-hmm. I'm just basically, I'm just going to have to throw some, some praise on you because I, I listened to a few episodes. I listened to the first one. I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. And the way you speak is so amazingly calming. I feel like if I was ever at the point where I was going to explode, I'd put on an episode and be like, I'm just going to listen. It's so calming. It's so affirming. What was the story behind creating the podcast? Why did you why did you want to use that sort of as your outlet, as your way to to talk to the world? Um, well, first of all, thank you for your compliments. I really appreciate it. Calming is is a good thing, especially because I get riled up so easily. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, um, I mean, I've always had a lot of opinions, right? Nikki would know this. I've always had I've always had something to say. You know, if you check my Facebook. 
I'm sorry, guys. My dog is, she wants to come inside. Um, no, <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you check my Facebook, you see I, I always have an opinion on something, on what's going on, current events, parenting, whatever the case is. And I've always wanted to share my opinion. But, you know, typing is, is a bit tiring, especially when you have a lot to say. And two, um, I really wanted to use it as an opportunity to educate because I do think that we have a lot of misconceptions around a lot of things, you know, being a single woman, being a single black woman, being a single parent, parenting, current events, how it affects us. And um, during COVID, um, or rather during last year with the lockdown, I decided rather than use the time moving, I said, you know, look into something else that you can do. And I've always wanted to do like a radio show or a podcast or whatever, but always kind of kept like, uh, you know, do people want to hear what I have to say? Um, how do I go ahead to do this? That kind of thing. And somebody dropped in, um, dropped me to an app that allowed me to just kind of produce my podcast and everything one time. And one day I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. And I released the trailer. I was like, okay, guys, this is what is happening. And I gave myself a deadline date of my birthday. I was like, you're going to do this by your birthday. You already released a trailer. So huh, go back now. Yeah. And I haven't turned back since, you know, um, it's been good. The responses have been good. Um, right now I'm on a break because I wanted to record some new, new stuff. And people have been asking, you know, hey, what's going on? Um, we haven't heard anything. You know, this situation has happened. We haven't heard you talk about it. It's good. It is affirming because it, it kind of validates a little bit that, listen, what you have to see is valuable. People want to hear what you have to see. And it's touching people's lives in some way, shape or form. Um, some of the episodes that I would have done um, really have been just, it seems to have touched women, especially, and even some men who would have spoken about, you know, we, we didn't look at things that way or see things that way when dealing with women before. And it was kind of eye opening. And, um, that's what I want. I want people to see another view. Um, and also, I also did a couple episodes on Soka's worship, which is essentially, you know, the roots of Calypso and soca music and Carnival. And I really plan to continue that throughout the podcast because I think it's something people need to know. You know, people look at Trinidad and Tobago and think wine and jam and these people just drunk for two days. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Carnival is so much more than that. And yeah. um, I always tell people Carnival is my religion and soca is worship. I, I, I truly believe it. You know, I'm not, I don't belong yeah. to any particular religion other than that that that's what's what's important to me that's what drives me is it's what makes me feel happy it's what makes me feel strong it's i mean when i put on a, con a costume on carnival monday and tuesday nobody could talk to me andy rudy you know eh? <laughs> nobody when i put on a costume i am an amazon and there is nothing that can ruin my day because i am doing what i love you know, yeah. and I wanted to share yeah. that. I also wanted to share with women that we can be layered people, you know, um, after, I mean, I'm in my thirties as well. And I've gone through a lot in life where I came from being very introverted and not being sure about myself and coming to a place where, again, you can't talk to me about nothing. So, um, I want to be able to tell people about that and help them on their journey there because you know what? We have so much to offer um, as layered people, you know? You are supposed to be able to walk into a boardroom and shell and go on the road and shell same way. And there should be no difference and you should not be held to a particular standard just because, listen, I can wear a suit and heels and I can wear a costume and heels. It's, it's, we are allowed to be more than one thing. And I think more than anything, that is the message that I really want to get across. That's such a beautiful mission statement and definitely something that I think people will, will take and can take into their lives. Um, yeah. I was listening to one episode and so the, the thing I found really interesting is, is the contrast because on our show, me and Nick talk about mess and chaos that's happening and we speak very quickly. <laughs> A lot of the feedback we right. get is, damn, you boys speak fast. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, <laughs> we're in, we are in fifth gear. Catch up and keep up is essentially how we were. Right. But there was once, there was one story that you told, which 
I feel free to say no if you, you don't have the energy to repeat it, but I would love for you to tell our audience. There is a story of a time you were talking to a man and he asked to read you a bedtime story. Do you remember this one? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I would, it would, honest, it would make me so happy if you could tell the story to the listeners on the A2 because it, the amount of emotions I went through listening, it was amazing. <laughs> so, listen, this is a testament to dating now, right? Um, those of you or people listening who are under 30, if you feel dating is torture under 30, you have no idea. The torture goes tenfold after 30. Okay, and having been in a relationship for a very long time and finally becoming single again, it took me a very long time to be okay with dating. And I found myself on a dating app. I found myself on Tinder. <sighs> you already know that that's a bad sign. But anyway, mm -hmm. got on Tinder, met this guy, um, really cordial sort of relationship. And then he, I think we added each other to Facebook, added each other to Facebook and quite, I mean, we may have had like three discussions, very short. Hey, yeah, I know your face. You know my face, whatever. Cool. After that, one night I am up. I don't even know how he knows I was up because I generally don't have notifications active of like, you know, for people to see that I'm active on Facebook. Dude opened his Facebook Messenger and messaged me, go to, go to bed. I'm like, uh, I'm in bed. What's up? He says, well, let me read you a bedtime story. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> What's his bedtime story? I mean, I have nothing to lose. I'm in bed. I'm not doing anything. It's whatever. Homeboy starts to tell me, um, he said, when you know, you have to sign a waiver for this bedtime story. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he keeps going back and forth. And I have to tell you, I'm not great at flirting. It is not my best trait. I'm a straightforward person. So he's, he's going back and forth. I'm like, listen, are you going to tell me this story or not? He's like, sure, uh, I'll call you now. Guys, I'm in my bed with my bonnet on, my comforter, you know, wrapped up. And turn on my camera, answer the call, and dude is skin out in front of the camera, naked, penis in hand, <laughs> flogging Suzuki. I look at wow. him. I say, "Uh, this is this is his story." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah." And he keeps, he keeps going. So at this, again, I have nothing to lose. I'm over here like, oh, oh, this is what we're doing? Okay, cool. And I'm observing <laughs> Mr. Man and trying to enjoy himself. He says to me, you know, prolong your, your, your sheet a little bit now. I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, keep, do, do what you're doing. I'm, you know, I, I'm the observer here. So he continues. I have time to get up, feed my cat. Take my dog outside for a walk. Come back inside. Lie down. And he is still going, guys. I'm in my bonnet. No one is This is the least attractive I could possibly be. And he is still going. Wow. And I'm like, uh, uh, okay. Then he says to me, are you enjoying it? I'm like, uh, I kind of feel like this wasn't for me. Because... <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> and I don't even know if he got to where he needed to be or not. But the call eventually ended because he was like, "Well, you see me, I go on because you look like you're like you're gonna get vexed." And I was like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. You, you, had to, you had to give him, you had to give him a, a, a gold star for the commitment, though. Listen, this just means that men could do it anywhere, anytime, 
and it would never be like i was like bro i'm i'm literally not participating in this <laughs> i am moving you can see my ceiling you can see the cat you can see the dog i'm moving up and down and he he shift he shifted his camera he had his bottle of water by his bedside and his little lotion wow. and shit and i was like wow Wow. Oh, wow. He, he, he never talked to me after that, though. The parts of that story, the the fact that he wanted to tell you a bedtime story, and me, my dumb ass, would be like, oh, I'm going to hear a story. Like I, That I, was me. Yeah. I was like, Same. okay, because yeah. maybe this is like an interesting news. I'm like, maybe this is something new. Maybe this guy is going to have a, you know... He's not going to be the regular creep. He's going to do something cool. He might tell me some shippiness, make me laugh. Yeah. That did not happen. No. I mean, I did laugh because it was funny yeah. as hell. Wow. But that wasn't the story. I mean, it turned out to be a good story for everybody else, though. No, I am, <laughs> I am I sorry it happened to you, but I am so glad you have, you <laughs> can tell that story and laugh about it because, wow. I know, because... Wow. It, you know what? It's the commitment to trying though. Like the fact that he was like, you know what? Give give the man some credit because he literally had a game plan. He's like, right, story, lotion, photo water, video call. You know me. <laughs> like the only reason I did not screenshot it or screen record it is because I I am vehemently against things like that. I don't believe in revenge yeah. porn and that kind of stuff. So I would never yeah. push it, put it out there, or even let people know who it is. But yeah. at the same time, I feel like if you're on my social media, you know that I yeah. am the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, like come good or don't come at all. You know? And homeboy, homeboy did his do. And I was like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. 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 Good for yeah. you. Good for yeah. me. One of us had to take it. One of us had to take it for the team, I case. Yeah. No, Sadly, one of us did you. not have to take it for the team. <laughs> that didn't need to happen at all. It didn't. It didn't. Oh, but I, again, I was like, this shit is hilarious. This man yeah. is serious. It was like watching a train wreck, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He he must have felt. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I I feel the second I give someone that call and I could see their body language just telling me everything. I'm hanging up. I'm blocking you. I'm call. I'm calling my wireless company and saying, "Right, this, 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 disconnect my internet." That's it. <laughs> complete opposite. Done. I am complete opposite. I'm sitting. I'm watching to the end, and yeah. I'm noting down everything you do because I'm like, I got a podcast where I need to tell stories. <laughs> and listen to the. Please... I'm sending him the link. Be like, look what you did. Listen to this. Listen to this. Yeah. This was, yeah. This was inspired by your nastiness. <laughs> no, you are thinking you're going to exploit me. Yeah. And thank I'm you. going to expose you. Thank you for the content. It, it, was, it was, I mean, that had never happened to me before, but that, oh, that was hilarious. Oh my God. And Acacia, I've got to say thank you for the content and for telling that story. <laughs> yes. and You're welcome. Being a guest on our little show, this has been such a lovely conversation. I, I really so wish time. we had longer to talk. For anybody who wants to follow along, who wants to listen to your podcast, who wants to keep updated with what you've got going on, where's the best place for, for them to connect with you? Okay, so they can find the podcast on Acacia Victory Lab or on Acacia Victory Lab, A N A C O C I A. V-I-C-T-O-R-Y-L-A-P Four words <laughs> You can find it really on any podcast um, Platform, you know, it's on Apple, Google, Anchor It's on everything, they can check it out there um, Also there's an Instagram Page for the podcast specifically So if you get there, you know, you click our link tree and you'll be able to see everything um, And the new season Should start in a couple of weeks Where I'll be doing new things So again going further into carnival Going further into other subjects And just really looking forward to see what people can do So you know find me wherever you can find me Look for the podcast On all the podcast platforms And um, hit me up You know comment on the Instagram page Let me know what you want to hear next um, Let me yes. know if you enjoy the episodes And um, you can find it on Facebook as well. So conversations can get started. I really look forward to having the conversations with everybody. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, Casey, I am literally, it was so refreshing to have you, like to hear your voice and to hear you like talk about my, about 
about home and the culture and it just it's just refreshing and i was saying to dan i was like i couldn't wait to have you on so it's beyond it's like i feel like i am living my dream because people like you believed in me and look at us doing a little podcast look at us we're doing bits honey (laughs) we're big girls now man coming for that wig bitch (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much it was an absolute honor and we will see you soon guys if you have not heard an acacia victrola please go listen to it and please give the woman her feedback because she needs to be up there with the greats (laughs) love to see it now i know i say this at the end of every interview we do because i mean it at the end of every interview she was lovely wasn't she just i could listen to her talk for as long as she wanted to talk to me and if you if you can't listen to her and think this woman has a voice like honey and i want to hear what she says there's definitely something wrong with you (laughs) and also it must be a nice change from hearing my voice which i imagine is like hearing like 17 gay wasps just buzzing around each other (laughs) (laughs) so you know adorable loved it loved it it. it's nice i like i like when we have a little a little we go somewhere different with a podcast it's nice to have a little trip back home to the islands it was very much like homecoming for me in a little way it's nice nice. so i can't believe it's like it's another week of the 802 done we really are just putting out the content. And you know what, guys? We see the numbers. We see the, we do bits, you know. We actually do. Like, our numbers have, have climbed up. Yeah. More people so, have been listening, yeah, getting so involved. We love that. Keep sharing. Keep doing it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, you guys hopefully, are smashing, smashing the one request. Yes. The one you. request. Share it with one friend. You guys are doing it. Whoever's new, welcome to the show. We love to have you. Welcome on board. There's one thing that Acacia has said that I'm going to start taking on board is that, guys, if you like the show, you listen to it, like, feel free to get into our DMs and, and tell us your thoughts about what we said mm-hmm. and whether you have thoughts on things. I know that I personally have been critiqued that I am unapproachable, but I'm really not. <laughs> I'm here. You can talk to me no. if you want. I'm a little <laughs> that girl that you see in the club and you look at and then i just look at you and i like i have frosty glare i don't mean it i just have frosty glare so people look at me like oh like don't go don't go talk to him and i'm just like why does nobody want to come talk to me so i'm gonna change my ways i'm gonna let people come talk to me feel free like if you whatever you want to talk about hell we're we're coming to the end of lockdown life is it's been long let's make friends come chat it's been very long so let's make friends yeah so another week and thank you so much for joining us for the 802 as per usual and we will be back on friday for the back of the bus where the mess happens every goddamn week on this little show until then i am nick charles you can find me on twitter and you can find me on instagram at nk.charles and if you really 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 have to have to email us about anything if your mom's not well, or you w- want a shout out, or you just want to send us free stuff, it's the AO2 podcast at gmail.com. And I am Dan James LDN on Instagram and Dan James LDN on Twitter. I am personally only seven followers away from 300 followers. Oh, look at so, you. you know, we do big she's, things. She's coming for my gig, aren't she? You're coming for my we gig. Do, we are doing big things do over here. Do the damn thing. Do the Today damn it's thing. 300. Tomorrow it's 301. Mm. The snowball grows. Uh, correct (laughs) correct let me get out of here here. right see you soon everyone keep safe and we'll see you soon bye tell a friend